Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99 at participating U.S. restaurants. Price may vary. If you don't know SiriusXM, then listen up. Commercial-free music plus sports, comedy, talk, and news. They have it all. And right now, you can get your first three months of SiriusXM outside the car for just $1. Go to SiriusXM.com busted to see offer details and to subscribe. Offer available to new SiriusXM streaming subscribers. SiriusXM, no car required. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show weekdays from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern on Sirius XM, Fight Nation, Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, WWE Hall of Famer Mark Henry and I continue the reaction and conversation about yesterday's bombshell news backstage in the WWE. And an ECW legend sets the record straight about his recent comments. The pro wrestling world is still buzzing about the big shakeup backstage in the WWE. Paul Heyman is now the executive director of Raw, and Eric Bischoff is the executive director of SmackDown. Mark Henry tells us why a full-fledged war is not good for business. Plus, Tommy Dreamer's in the news this week over remarks he made on his podcast regarding his own mental health. The landlord of the House of Hardcore sets the record straight with us on what his real intent was by speaking out on his personal struggles with depression. All that right now on the Busted Open Podcast. Shattering news on our show yesterday was Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff, both named WWE executive directors and will run WWE TV. Paul Heyman for Monday Night Raw, Eric Bischoff for SmackDown Live. Huge news, Mark, coming from the WWE yesterday. You know what? I think that it was when I when I heard it, I tuned in, I started listening to the show, and y'all broke the news. I just started smiling because both guys have a history of what we're talking about early in this show, storytelling. Like, they are really good at it. And I think that that would be something – that you'll see in Groves on the show that every angle is going to be storyline driven. It's not going to be just something to throw out there. Yeah, and you talk about two names, and and Bully mentioned it yesterday with Paul Heyman, ECW, Eric Bischoff with WCW. Both those organizations gave the WWE fits back in the day. Obviously, WCW... You know, the name of Eric Bischoff's podcast is 83 Weeks with Conrad Thompson. 83 weeks that WCW beat the WWF at the time in the ratings war, in the Monday Night Wars. That's what everybody talks about. And even though it's not a war, what's going on now feels and seems like a war. It's not just fans going against each other, fans calling into this show, AEW fans... You know, talking about the WWE creative process, the WWE fans calling in and say, well, AEW didn't even start yet. You know, Triple H calling AEW a pissant company. Cody Rhodes at double or nothing taking a sledgehammer to, you know, to the throne of a king. These are all shots. And Mark, as you know, shots being thrown on social media. I mean, it really does feel 
Like, there's a battle going on right now. It's crazy. There's definitely shots fired, but it's not like it's going to be a war. I mean, a war is death. A war is trying to put somebody out of business. I think that would be the worst thing that could happen. I think that competition and having good product is good for us as wrestling fans. Do we want somebody to lose and be put out? No. We we want more vehicles for entertainment. I think that's what's being done right now. I think that the competition is going to be upped significantly in the next year, which means all the best for us as fans. And you look at uh, when you have a, a, a battle, there's strategies. You don't just say line up two people and just run them at each other. You have to think about it. Like, you know, what's the landscape? What's the terrain like? You know, do do we have, you know, water? You know, do we have a means to get food? Like, you have to put a relay together. Like, I, I, I love books about battles and, and war. Uh, the History of America was one of my favorites, but that's a whole nother story. But it's it's good to see them increasing the power in the leadership. The generals, the colonels have to be high-level, high-functioning in order to get the soldiers to produce and to be in the right place at the right time with all the right comforts to make them at their best. And, Mark, you couldn't find two better generals than the ones that we just were announced yesterday by the WWE. Not Paul Heyman all. and Eric Bischoff. You, I mean, you, you'd be hard-pressed to find somebody better. And you got you got to look at the strengths. All right, they're, they're both WWE executive directors now. Paul Heyman, creative genius. We all know that. He's with Monday Night Raw. What do we say sometimes when it comes to Raw, Mark? Sometimes they don't connect the dots. There's issues with continuity. It's gotten better, and maybe we're starting to find out why that's gotten better over the last few weeks. But now Paul Heyman being the executive director for Monday Night Raw. Creative process you know is going to improve. Then we look at SmackDown Live. Eric Bischoff, executive director for that show. What's happening in October? SmackDown Live's moving the Fox. We saw how what a great job Eric Bischoff was able to do with the relationship with WCW and what was going on with Turner and that broadcasting system. Big reason why Eric Bischoff knew TV before coming to WCW when he was working with the AWA. He he dealt with that side, with the TV side. So Eric Bischoff is going to know and how to function that relationship, improve the relationship, and make that strong with the WWE and Fox. You talk about generals in a battle. These are two amazing generals that the WWE put in the perfect positions yesterday, Mark. I, I would also love to see Road Dog and Booker T uh, involved in the creative process. They both are really brilliant minds and understands all the pieces. And I say like a pieces as in a chessboard because it's, it's high functioning. Wrestling is not checkers, it's chess. And to see somebody like Booker T and Road Dog, you know that they're not gonna leave out the humor. 
in wrestling, you have to have a comedic balance. You have to have, they're both high level tag guys. The tag wrestling will be better. It's like you, you go out and get an NFL franchise. You have offense coordinator, defensive coordinator. You have all the skills and position coaches. That's, that's what you have to do in wrestling too. Like there, there are guys that have specific roles uh, to get all the things done that need to be done, and one person can't do it. Paul Heyman can't do it by himself. I, I know for a fact that, you know, hopefully we don't lose Bully Ray because Bully Ray is one of Paul's guys. And um, they didn't talk about the rationale yesterday, but whenever I hear Bully and Paul talk, it's like an argument. It's like listening to two people speak Russian. It's very abrasive, very attacking. Mm -hmm. And Bully will say all the time, the, the thing that Paul taught him is why. Why are we doing it? Why would you do that? If you don't connect, he's a connect the dots guy. So, I mean, like all of the stuff that's not buttoned up, that's not really laid out properly, Paul is going to be like, no, no, that's not going to work. Go back to the beginning and start all over again. Wow, that's a great point by you, Mark, because Paul Heyman's definitely, as we know, an idea guy. Bully, I know from doing the show with him, he's a guy, and, and this is a gift. He can take an idea that you have, Mark, and he can expand on it. Like mm -hmm. you, if, he, if you give him the foundation of something, he knows how to build a house on that foundation. I mean, he, Bully is an extremely creative guy. I mean, to throw his name out there from what you're saying about somebody with Paul Heyman now, my, I don't know, I mean, Bully has, Bully works on the show. He's, he's my co-host here on Busted Open. But, man, you throw out somebody who's creative and can expand on stuff, Bully Ray is definitely that guy. What, what's the first thing you do when you, when you take over? You get your guys in. You, you, the, the people that were in power before, they had their guys, and – those people are always going to be like, well, you know, I, I'm, I like my old boss better. Or, you know, I mean, so you have to bring in allies. You have to bring in people that, that have, are like mind that will do for you. They, like, you know me, you lob it up there. I'm going to hit it. I'm going to put stuff up there for you to lob. I'm going to lob stuff for you to hit because I want you to succeed. I want you to be the best radio host. You need that in the workplace, and you need that in, especially in wrestling. Allies, having strong allies. Y'all used the term yesterday, uh, keep your enemies close, keep your friends close, and keep your enemies closer. That's bullshit in wrestling. If you have enemies, they're going to try to cut your throat. They're going to try to set you up. There's no way of in in ifs ands buts about it. You put the people that you like and that you're comfortable with that work well with you. Well, you you mentioned like other sports, like in the NFL. If there's an if there's a, a general manager, general manager is not going to keep the the crew that's been there from the previous general manager. He's going to bring in a head coach that he knows that he can work with, probably somebody from his past that he has a relationship with, and the head coach is going to want to bring bring in assistant coaches. 
that that he has worked with before. Because if you have a head coach and all his assistants are from the previous regime, it's going to be just like you said, Mark. It's going to be like, well, you know what? I like the coach that was in here before. Undermining. I, 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 man, that's why people, that's why they invented walking the plank in pirates, with, with pirates. They wanted to get rid of the regimes and they wanted to prove to everybody that this could happen to you if you don't, <laughs> if you don't abide by my rules. That's what walking the plank was. It was not just a, um, a physical act of violence. It was a meta. It was a um, metaphorical ideology that they wanted to embed deeply in the minds of everyone on that ship because they always say. There's all of all the all pirates are thieves. You're gonna trust a pirate? That that's that's what it is. You get rid of the old regimes and you bring in the people that could do your job, do the job the way you want it done. And I think uh, Bully Ray is a brilliant mind. I, I hopefully he'll be able to juggle both if they do that. But you know, if I was Paul, I'd definitely pull him in. Like what you're hearing? Catch Busted Open live weekdays from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156 or on demand with the Sirius XM app. And you talk about change and talk about passion and talk about things that have been going on in the world of the WWE, especially recently since we got past WrestleMania 35 and something that I think, in my opinion, did not work is the draft, the brand split. And you would think that there's going to be a definitive brand split if you're going to have Paul Heyman on one show and Eric Bischoff on the other. And Eric Bischoff was a guest on Inside the Ropes. And I think he had some things to change and say. And this is obviously before the hiring of him now being a part of the WWE. And let's listen to what Eric Bischoff had to say on Inside the Ropes. After going through my own experience and then having been a part of the WWE's experience... The advice that I have would be to be as disciplined as you can possibly be at keeping the brands distinct. If you don't make them feel completely different, it won't work. And part of that is creating stakes. Part of that is it's got to feel real. It's got to be believable or nobody's going to buy into it. But don't let the talent start transitioning back and forth because you dilute the concept. They won't feel like two brands. They'll just feel like two different shows, which is what they already feel like. Because the WWE does such a great job of producing such a phenomenal show, it doesn't feel... It's almost too perfect. There's no grit. It it needs to feel a little gritty. At least one of them. They don't both have to feel great, but one of them has to feel a little edgy, a little dangerous, like something's going to happen that you wouldn't expect on one show because it's a little less sophisticated. That's the magic. And if they both start feeling very well produced, almost glossy in their presentation, and the talent is jumping back and forth, I won't give it six months. You, you won't even be, you won't hear the term brand extension six months from now. It'll, it'll suffer the same fate that it suffered the last time they tried it. I think really, I mean, really strong words from Eric Bischoff and true words. 
And now especially, Mark, and, and look, let's look at what's happening right now within the world of the WWE. They have the brand split, but it doesn't feel like a brand split because we're seeing some of the same wrestlers on Monday and then seeing them on SmackDown Live on Tuesday. And he talked about where one show has to feel different than the other. And honestly, right now, both Raw and SmackDown kind of feel the same. They're a little bit different. There's no doubt. There's different elements to the shows. But for the most part, it feels the same. And he talked about how one show should feel maybe a little gritty. It it needs to feel different. I totally agree. And then he talked about how each brand has to be different. Mark, when you look at what's going on right now with Paul Heyman you know, being in his position on Raw, Eric Bischoff being in his position on SmackDown, you would have to think, especially since come the fall, one's going to be on USA and the other's going to be on Fox. I think we're definitely going to have that brand split once we get to the fall, Mark. I mean, we we just talked about now um, new regimes coming in and things changing. Mm-hmm. I think that with this new hiring of these two gentlemen, you can have like a draft, like the NFL draft, analyze people standing there, calling it as it goes, the new draft picks going in. Because what Paul Heyman would do with Braun Strowman or what Bischoff would do with a Baron Corbin or Drew McIntyre, like would be different than what's going on right now. I I know that for a fact. We we talked about it just last week. If we had the pen, I think now some of the things that we talked about will be done because you have people that are now their job is responsible or uh, hangs in the balance of of what decisions they make. And Nobody wants to be the first one to get canned. You you want to have the the improvement right away. I mean, Monday, there should be vast improvement in the look and the talent. And people need to start working with a, a fervor that they haven't had in a while. Because if you don't have that energy, Paul is not going to have you working on his show. You're going to have to bring something to the table. You know what I'm saying? The Dudleys brought it to the table every night. And they used the table, too. And and would hit you with it (laughs) or put you through it. Like, ECW was edgy. I think that we'll see a more adult product. And, And they were going there. They you saw elements there. of it. it. Yeah, you saw yep. elements of it going that direction already. So there's a lot to be excited about. And, Mark, you just said something that I didn't really think of, and Bully kind of hinted at it yesterday, and you just mentioned it. Like, hey, they, they're going to have to make changes, and they're going to have to make them soon. Because now people – I would have to think that the ratings are going to be through the roof now when it comes to Raw – and when it comes to SmackDown, like I would think that that would have to go through the roof because now people are going to be expecting changes. They're going to be expecting it. And there's also, I'm, I believe that there's going to be a bit of a competition 
Because if you're going to have Paul Heyman... A, 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 yeah, this Yeah. I mean, forget about the world of pro wrestling outside of the WWE, but now within the confines of the mm-hmm. WWE, there's going to be a competition. Because now you got Paul Heyman on one side, you got Eric Bischoff on the other. They're going to want to prove that their show's better. And they're going to want certain talent. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I want I want AJ Styles. No, I want AJ Styles. Well, what are you willing to give up to get AJ Styles, and then we'll go from there. There's gonna be a lot of that going on. There's people, Alistair Black. Oh, he's gonna go through the roof. I want him. If I was picking, he'd be one of mine. There, there, that's that's what I want to see. I want to see the argument of why the talent is in. Yeah, and and here and here's the thing, like. If I'm Paul Heyman, like you just said, there's certain talent that's on the roster that I'm like salivating. I, I want this. Guy. I know with my creative juices what I can do to this guy. And I'm sure Eric Bischoff feels the same way. If you don't know SiriusXM, then listen up. Commercial-free music plus sports, comedy, talk, and news. They have it all. A lot of people think you need a car to enjoy SiriusXM, but you don't. You can listen outside the car. Right now, you can get your first three months of SiriusXM outside the car for just $1. Just go to SiriusXM.com busted to see offer details and to subscribe. You can listen on your phone, at home, and online. That's SiriusXM.com busted. Offer available to new SiriusXM streaming subscribers. SiriusXM, no car required. The legendary, the landlord of the house of hardcore, Tommy Dreamer, and he joins us here on Bust The innovator Open. of violence. How are you, Tommy? Good morning. How are you guys? And, of course, you can go to houseofhardcore.net to find out any events that are coming up in your area of House of Hardcore. And, of course, Tommy is the host of the House of Hardcore podcast. And, Mark, I don't know if you've gotten a chance to listen to any of Tommy's shows. But the one thing that I love about Tommy on this show, Busted Open, and the one thing I love about his show, and Mark, you would you would enjoy this, is the fact that he's ultra positive. He talks yes. to everybody like in an inclusive way because like we're all fans, we're all part of this pro wrestling community. But also, on all of his shows, he doesn't talk about the negative. He talks about the positive. And Tommy, that's one thing that I love about you, and one thing I love about House of Hardcore podcast. Thank you. And it, uh, go ahead. No, I'll, and I'll you do my, uh, my all claims here. I love it. And the other thing too, <laughs> on a professional level, you do a, an amazing job with your live reads. First of all, you have a ton of them, and you do an amazing job with them. Just, just <laughs> as a professional, I love the job that you're doing. Well, thank you. And uh, talking about all those uh, sexual enhancers really does wonders for uh, everything. <laughs> but they pay the bills. <laughs> They do, they do, they're for sure. And I think like your podcast, first of all, your podcast should have gotten attention before this, but when you read an article on the New York Post about Tommy Dreamer, it grabs your attention. And your latest edition that just dropped a few days ago has been getting a lot of attention. And Mark, you know, now, you know, a lot of people are coming out about about depression and things that they have had to deal with with their depression. Tommy on his latest episode is called Voice of the Voiceless. And he talked about uh, a bout of depression that he had when he was 15 years old and then that he had during his professional life. And and Tommy, I mean, that must have been, or should I ask you, I mean, was that difficult for you to do? 
Uh, it was and it wasn't. Here's why. Um, because I battled through it. And the the main reason why I did this, because in two weeks, two people killed themselves. And one, Ashley Mazzaro, I was supposed to meet her the next day. And the other person was Lionheart. And I didn't know Lionheart. And I, I'll read to you his last tweet. One day you will eat your last meal. You will smell your last flower. You will hug your friend for the last time. You might not know it's the last time. That's why you must do everything you love with passion. Afterlife. And then he killed himself. He reached out. And then I saw Matt Hardy. He was like, I spoke to him yesterday. He congratulated me on the birth of my child. I spoke to his friends that I, I know were his friends because I've gone through this with loss of people doing that. And my one guy, I'm not going to say who it was. He was like, I literally was talking to him yesterday. Another guy I was talking to him yesterday. And I'm sure if he would have just told the world, Hey, I'm thinking of killing myself. The world would have told him how bad of an idea that was with Ashley. When I say I was supposed to meet up with her, I had helped her get a, a job uh, at a radio station in Long Island. My friend, I was going out to Long Island to promote the House of Hardcore show. She said, I'm having a bad day, but tomorrow will be better. But tomorrow never was better. And those thoughts resonated with me that I love life. But you know what? I've had, and it's okay to have a sad day. It's okay, but you have to fight through it. And I then talked about a moment in my head where life wasn't good for me. And, and I'm not going to go into it because I don't hate Paul Heyman. And it was just, you know, when you're sitting up late at night and thinking all these horrible thoughts, you get lost in your own head. And it was brought out to me by someone that there's a big difference between being depressed and someone who fights depression and people who fight depression need help. And if you're depressed, it's much different. And I was depressed. I don't fight or have depression, but I wanted to tell everyone, Hey, even the guy you see on TV, even uh, for me, I was in the best shape of my life. I go to the gym every day, but I was numb. There were some days I didn't wake up because this thing that I loved ECW uh, was now gone. The person who I thought was my friend betrayed me. My parents, uh, I had lost so much money, all this stuff, and I was just walking around like a robot. And I don't want people to ever feel like that, especially the worst is because of the ramifications. Lionheart has a girlfriend. I looked at all those tweets. How many people like, no. Even when I, <laughs> it's funny, uh, all of a sudden, I went to the Mets game. Uh, I'm sorry, the Mets uh, invited me to do something uh, for Tom Seaverway because uh, they inducted Tom Seaver. Uh, they named a street for him. And all of a sudden, I start getting all these texts. And people are like, I love you. Hey, man, I, I went through something similar. And I'm like, and even when Alex called me, he's like, you want to talk about it? I was like, I thought you guys were calling me like because Mark uh, wasn't making it in or Bubba wasn't making it in. I had no clue like what was going on and the, I will stand by my words and stand by what I said because it's helped people. I've had more people, one reach out to me and say, Hey, I went through this. I had three people from ECW tell me that they were thinking about committing suicide. And I was like, why didn't you ever tell me? And they're like, ah, I got through it. 
And I don't want people to ever be like that. And, you know, Dave, Mark, we love life. We love, we try to share from our experiences. And I just try to tell people that, hey, if you love something, something that makes you smile, uh, go for it. If it's wrestling, uh, my dog, I loved my dog. When she passed away, I was devastated. But you know what? I said, I was happy I had 10 years with her. And there are other moments to make me smile. I've talked to a person just the other day who said they were thinking of ending their life and my words helped them. And I was blown away. And then he was like, Oh, you know, I used to see you wrestle with my dad. Uh, it was a great time. I lost my dad. And I was like, would your father want you to end your life? And he was like, wow, I didn't think of that. So, uh, I was not happy with the post and other, uh, websites because they basically use clickbait that I was going to murder Paul Heyman, uh, all this stuff. And like the, the post didn't even listen to my, they just copy and pasted what some up rocks thing. And then like, I'm, I'm other re I'm reading other people's comments and like, Hey, you didn't, uh, tag bodyslam.com for the story. And I was like, uh, yeah, guess what? You don't understand the meaning slash if you want to tag something tag me because i'm the one who said it and just for a brief moment of pure sadness you know i just wanted to share that with people and then you know it it has its good effects and its bad effects but uh i have never ever been that low i've also never looked that good but like i'm trying to tell you it was a mask and it was about two months of just going through this. And I just think about how dumb I was to think that, even if it was for a bright moment, because that I've had so many amazing moments in my life and that would have been cut short. And I don't want anyone ever to think that. So uh, I know for, I could speak for myself, for you guys, and for so many other people. All you got to do is reach out to somebody. Yeah, and, you definitely you know, got to do that. You got to call somebody if you ever – feeling that low like call us on the air yep like call alex behind the scene alex he feels the calls he's, he's he may ask you what do you want to talk about and you say i don't feel good i feel like i'm i might hurt myself we'll talk to you off the air first absolutely like we, and, we're and never gonna we're people... never gonna turn you away yeah and and, and, uh, I, mean... and I hate it tommy when when people pick the negative to market or to promote something, they took the negative of something that was out of context in the first place to um, to kind of like give themselves a little buzz. But yeah. what it ended up doing is helping you get a message out that really needs to get out. So I'm I'm actually glad that they bid on it because it's it's helping a lot of people. I think everybody that's within earshot of us, like. I've been depressed. I've had a sense of loss. Um, I'm kind of narcissistic, so I, I, killing myself would not be an option. I would try to like get through the situation, but everybody's everybody's not me, and I realize that. And I've helped people. I've had to hold people's hand and say, "Man, just tell me what's going on." I've, I've listened to people cry and pour their heart out and think that there's no way out of it. I'm in debt. 
the IRS is coming after me. My my wife found a note that a girl gave me. Like, I mean, just hundreds of things that I've heard people say that they felt like they were going to end it. Like, I can't recover from this. Like, I'm, I'm going to look bad to my family. And, you know, just the list goes on. There's nothing that we can't work out, guys. Call us. Call somebody. Somebody that you know. Somebody that, that loves you. I mean, that's... You know, that's just what I took out of it. Um, yep. and, I know and you, Tommy. Me, like, go ahead. I know you, and I've been around you when you were depressed. And I remember uh, a case where you, I, and Nova were talking about how much we have to live for, or how lucky we are, not so much what we have to live for, but Man, it was a, I'll, I'll never forget, like, you know, and, and Mike is, is one of my favorite people on this planet. He's so positive, and he went through a tough, tough time. And I was like, brother, what do I need to do? Do I need to come to Louisville? Like, sometimes you got to, hey, you got to go to your people. Yep. So if you consider yourself a good friend to somebody, anybody, let people know when you're in your toughest time, call me then. That's that's when that's mm-hmm. that's gives me a chance to prove that I'm really a friend to you, not just when times are tough or when you need to move furniture. <laughs> Don't call me when you want to move furniture. Call well, call a moving man. person. Call me <laughs> when you need me. That's where you call me. And you the same so, way. I, I I know that for a fact. Yep. And there's there's so many people that suffer de- from depression. And uh, again, like I said, through medicine that helps people. Uh, but there's also times when you're depressed slash sad. But that's I I mean my message was at times that's normal. Life isn't easy. But you know I, I think if I would I was 28 years old, uh, you know being miserable and you know, I would never have seen my daughters. My worst day of my life uh, is usually corrected when I just get a hug from my daughters or I just, you know, say, good night, daddy. I love you. Something like that. It puts it all in. And everyone has a different degree of problems. Uh, and, and if it's health issues, yes, that's part of life. But you still, every day you wake up is a good day. So that's kind of how I, I want to resonate. And the clickbait thing just got me mad um, for the simple fact of, yes, my message got out there, but, I mean, you have a lot of people then jumping on the negative, but that's yep. what social media does. And you don't need to jump on the negative because then those are the same people that are like, oh, you know, rest in peace, or, oh, I didn't know, or how could I be? It's because you're, all you're doing is spreading hate and spreading negative, and there's no reason because life is hard just uh, on a regular basis, and it's a lot right. harder for other people. And Tommy, like you said, uh, you know, for those who are using it for clickbait, if that's the message they got out of that show, then shame on them. And obviously they didn't listen to the show. They're just repeating what other people are talking about. It's funny. We just had a caller say that in the same vein in pro wrestling, that a lot of times they just repeat and regurgitate and tweet about things that they heard from other people, not even like a personal, you know, eyewitness account. And if anybody listened to the show and your shows on House of Hardcore 
are always positive, but the one that you just did with Voice of the Voiceless, I mean, if you don't come out, you know, thinking better and thinking positively, and like you say, you know, when you thought of taking twice, the two times that you thought of taking your own life, you know, you talked about being 15 and it was about a girl, you know, breaking up with you and you thought that was the end of the world. And then that night you're hanging out with your buddy, you know, it's like it never even happened. And then, you know, when you said you're 28 with everything that happened with ECW and then getting a phone call from Jim Ross, like you were so distraught, you didn't pick up your phone. Then you listen to your message and your whole world changed by that phone call with Jim Ross. That never would have happened if, God forbid, you would have taken your life. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have been to WrestleMania. My father, who later in life lost his vision, would never have seen me hop the guardrail with Rob Van Dam. And at that time, he had 20-20 vision because he had uh, corrective surgery, and it had worked. There are so many amazing moments uh, that I've had in life and amazing moments that I've had in my career. But, you know, besides a career, like holding your daughter's hand, uh, just so many little, little things that if – I mean, the other day I text you, and it was like, oh, my God, how great is the Crockett Cup? Buzz Sawyer is amazing. And we're like two kids enjoying yep. a moment from something from 1986 when I was 16 or 15 years old. And the whole message of this is for people to find those moments. And, you know, when you talked about people's opinions, the one thing that, you know, the Daily News and again, they just I mean, the New York Post, they just copied and pasted an article that someone else said, and they talked about Texas's lax gun laws. And I was like, I've never even said those words in my mouth, ever. And so then it's a political agenda. Or I've even read that, like, people like Jim Ross pulled the gun out of my hand. And I was like, I didn't even have a gun. Like, it was a, a moment and a thought that came through my head. But thankfully, it just left. But there for other people, it doesn't. And just like Ashley or just like Lionheart, that moment didn't leave. And they took their own lives. And that it should not have happened. Uh, and I hate it. So that's all. And, you know, it, I know and I've stood by my words. Uh, but again, if you're suffering from depression, reach out to people. Uh, I was in a bed. I was depressed, but I wasn't suffering from depression because that's a medical, mental uh, illness that people need to talk about more because, you know, if it helps you, then it, it's it's a job done and, and people need to talk. It could be a chemical thing. There's so many different reasons why. So, you know, that's it. Man, I, I this is amazing. Yeah. Because I have somebody right now in my life that's going through it and has been depressed and, you know, has some physical problem and lost their wife and it's like a bad like a real bad country song and I feel bad for him and I had a conversation about getting on some medication and I hope that he's listening today and um, sees that you know there's people that actually care that don't even know you they just want you to be well it's funny um, my mom who I've yet to tell because the moment that she hears about this, there's going to be all hell for me. <laughs> and, uh, but she will always go back to, there was a time I don't remember 
and she brought the note over my house a long time ago when I ran away. I was going to run away. I wrote, Mom, I love you so much. I just need to tell you I was going to run away from home, uh, but I realized that you would be upset, so I didn't. I love you. And I drew a picture of me, like, with a hobo stick and, like, the <laughs> handkerchief, like me running away. <laughs> and my mom has saved this for years. Wow. And I was just like, and she's like, why would you ever run away? I don't even remember why I wanted to run away. Yeah. Same. But, like, the fact that she saved that for years slash, like, held on to this one little note of me being, I guess, a fat hobo. And like, it was special to her, but like, even then it was just reaching out like, Hey, something was wrong, ma. And I wasn't happy, but guess what? I'm happy. So I'm happy you love me, ma. Well, we love you too, Tommy. Uh, You know, I love you. You're awesome. And again, for people who haven't listened, don't read it. Actually listen. It's the voice of the voiceless. It's the latest episode of the house of hardcore podcast. And the host obviously is our very own Tommy Dreamer. Tommy, thank you so much for the time, man. Thanks, guys. Love you. Love you, love you, love you too, Tommy. Brother. All right, that's awesome from Tommy. And again, how you should go by yourself and not listen to others. And like you said, if you're depressed, make a phone call. Thanks for listening. Catch us weekdays on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And it's your last chance to get more fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this limited-time bundle ends June 30th. Save now at cedarpoint.com.